The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balance Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, you've got me for a solo episode. We are going to be talking about slowing down for the holidays. I'm going to give you guys some life updates of what's been going on in my little corner of the world lately. And we're going to do a Q&A. I put a question box on my Instagram and you guys sent through some really, really good musings and questions and thoughts and all of the above. So we are going to get into it. Okay, so happy holidays. It is my favorite time of year by far. I would say the time between my birthday, October 11th, and New Year's is my favorite time of year by far. I actually get so nostalgic for this time that around September, I start to get sad because I know that my favorite time of year is coming up. And I know that that inevitably means that it's going to end. And Anytime that I've shared that with anybody, people say, oh my God, I feel the same way. So if you are also a holiday lover and a winter person like me, then perhaps you will relate. So that's just a funny aside. Obviously, I also get really happy every time September comes around because this is the time of year that I live for, especially having kids now. I just think it's so special to celebrate the holidays, have family together, slow down, all the things. And speaking of slowing down, I kind of wanted to kick off this episode by talking about why I love this time of year so much. And it has a lot to do with slow living. So slow living is a lifestyle philosophy that emphasizes slowing down the entire pace of life and being more intentional with your time, as well as just savoring the present moment. It's mostly just a response to the fast-paced, hectic nature of everything that has to do with modern life. And it encourages people to embrace a more deliberate approach to life And I have loved it. You maybe follow some people on Instagram who truly live the slow life. I have tried to be one of those people. I have tried to share to my Instagram, sleeping in, making tea in the morning, visiting the horses and the sheep outside of my parents' house in Sacramento. But ultimately, I'm a city girl. And I can't lie, I do live in the fast pace of Los Angeles. I do ascribe to the quick way of life that is podcasting and being a content creator and an author and a mom of a toddler. So I think, if anything, I really admire the slow living type of life. And that's the part of me that always says, I would love to move to Ojai. I would love to move to Kauai and live on the land and have a ranch and homeschool my kids. Just do the whole thing. 
because I don't think that that's going to happen anytime soon. Maybe second home vibes, but definitely not like main lifestyle vibes. That's probably why I like to follow people on Instagram. There's someone named Ballerina Farm who's so fun to follow for this type of content. And it just makes me happy and makes me feel cozy and brings me a lot of peace. So I wanted to talk a little bit about slow living. And that's why I love this time of year so much. It also has to do, of course, with my human design. I think if reflectors in human design were really to live the type of life that is most in alignment with our design, then we would be living a slow life. But of course, it's just not. It's not so connected to the modern, fast-paced way that we do things. So a couple of tips for slow living, which I try to incorporate in my life as well, are mindful breathing. So I take a lot of different moments throughout my day to practice mindful breathing. And I recently had Gabby Bernstein on the show That conversation was life-changing. It'll be coming out in like two weeks. So set your calendars, get excited. It's an amazing one. But she talked about the fact that many of us who have grown up with anxiety and are dealing with processing trauma or just living in an anxious body, we forget to breathe. So slowing down, taking a deep, mindful breath can be such a powerful tool. So let's just do it together. Let's slow down, take a deep breath in through the mouth, hold it at the top, and out through the mouth. And you can do it again. If you prefer to breathe in through the nose, out through the nose. You can do that and just notice how even immediately things feel like they start to shift in your body. That's the beauty of mindful breath and slow living. A couple other tips for slowing down, taking time off of social media, focusing on a digital detox. I always try to do at least a week off of social media and just like turning my phone off if I can around the holidays, because when else can we do this? Especially if we have a job that requires us to be on email and on our phones. This time of year is when people can really get away with going off the grid, going offline, taking some real downtime. I think it's so important. So digital detox during this time prioritizing rest, of course, getting quality sleep, having a bedtime routine, making sure that you're sleeping enough because it's really not something to glamorize. If you're someone who functions really well off of little sleep, I would highly recommend prioritizing sleep, connecting with nature, of course, learning how to say no. Oh my God, this was the mantra for me of 2023. And it's probably going to be the mantra of 2024 as well. Learning how to say no when I really want to say no. I'm someone who tries to say yes. And I have been talking to my therapist about this lately. Why do I say yes when I really want to say no? What within me makes me feel like I have to 
please people in order to gain their approval. So now I'm really focusing on saying no. Also creating rituals, embracing minimalism and practicing gratitude. It sounds so simple, but when you practice gratitude and you focus on everything that you're grateful for, I think that that is the top key to slowing down and living a life that is not just slow because you can live whatever pace you want to live, but a life that is meaningful. That's what we really mean. When I say living a slow life, I mean living an intentional life, a meaningful life, something that makes you feel like you're reaching for more and setting realistic goals. Slow living doesn't have to mean that you don't have goals or productivity. It's about setting realistic and meaningful goals and focusing on a few essential tasks rather than becoming overwhelmed with a huge to-do list. That's the fast-paced world. I would say maybe it's the 3D versus the 5D, which we can do a whole episode about the third dimension versus the fifth dimension where fifth dimensional consciousness of loving energy reigns true. So special. So on that note, if any of this speaks to you, this is definitely the time of year to embrace it, to call it into your life, to have more tech-free time with the people that you love, and just some good downtime. Start to do some of the things this holiday season that you've told yourself that you've always wanted to do, but maybe you have avoided because you have felt like you haven't had time. Now is the time. So let's do it. So hopefully you will see me taking at least a week off of social media this December. It's so important to take downtime too, because then we can come back to what we do with a whole new sense of purpose and also a whole renewed sense of energy. So I'm somebody who tends to get burnt out if I do too much and if I have too much go, go, go. So when I do step back for a day or a week, I come back and I'm on fire. I feel that soul on fire energy flowing through me. I feel like I can create anything and everything that I want to bring to life. So that's what I want for all of us this holiday season. It is officially the holiday season. And if you're anything like me, you are shopping, you're putting up lights, you're doing everything a little bit last minute, but really loving the holiday spirit. The holidays are the busiest time of year. So don't get stuck worrying about shipping orders. Let ShipStation do all of your heavy lifting so that you or your team can put your time, your energy, and your money into more important things. So whether you're shipping from your house or from multiple warehouses, ShipStation can increase your holiday profitability. What I love about ShipStation is how easy it is to use. For me, that's a must in order to to be TBB approved because believe it or not, I am really not very tech savvy. They have a free trial and a quick setup. And now is the time to try ShipStation if you've been on the fence. I love that their rates are so much lower than everything that I paid for before I used ShipStation. 
And it's just fun. It's easy. It's effortless. They manage orders. They print labels. They compare rates. They optimize every shipment and they automate delivery and notifications. Let your customers shop risk-free this holiday season with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use the code BALANCED today and sign up for your free 60-day trial. That is ShipStation.com code BALANCED. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. I also wanted to share some of my dream podcast guests for 2024 because dreaming big is a huge part of my manifestation practice. This is something that I talked about last week with Nikki Novo on the show. Highly recommend that episode. And she says, if you can dream it, then you can create it. So dreaming big is a really big part of manifestation because if you can't even dream the things that you really want to call in, then how could you expect to use the law of attraction to align with that energy to call it into your life? So I'm dreaming big. My wish list for podcast guests is very fun. And I'm going to tell you who's on it. So just imagine how incredible these conversations would be. Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium. He's my top manifestation Let's make it happen. Let's put that energy into the universe. Of course, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's been on the top of my list forever. I've talked to his team a handful of times and we've been so close to bringing this conversation to life. But I also completely understand that he is a world-renowned speaker. He's incredibly busy. He doesn't know who I am, most likely. So we're going to change that. We're going to make it happen. And he's going to come on. And so it is. And then Michael Singer, the author of Untethered Soul and The Surrender Experiment, he's been not just one of my favorite authors, but top spiritual teachers from afar for many, many years. And I feel like we could make that happen. So let's manifest Michael Singer onto the show. And I have a few others, of course, some Bravo related people, duh, Vanderpump Rules, and some celebrities. I mean, Gwyneth is always, always high up there for me. And I love her. And I do think that we could make that happen. So tell me who your dream podcast guests are for the show. Comment on my latest Instagram. Suggest people. Tell me. And I feel like we should get into that manifestation energy to bring it to life because 2024 is going to be huge. Okay. And everybody wanted to know what I was doing in New York for work. I kept saying over and over, I'm here for something big. I'm here for something that I've been working on for a decade. I got a lot of messages from people saying, please tell me, I really, really want to know what is it. And 
I hope that I can tell you guys really soon. And I'm not just like saying this to keep the hype alive. I'm hoping that by like next week, I will have something to share on this front. But everybody who's guessed, because I talk about it a lot, you guys have been right. If you messaged me or, you know, sent little comments in with your guesses, and I'm really excited to update you. I feel like 2023 for me has been the year of bringing things to life that I have always said that I was ready to call into existence. And for so long, truly for so many years, I was stuck in a place where I felt like I wasn't ready. I was distracted. There was Lyme disease for me. There was the pandemic. There was pregnancy. There was having a child and now a toddler. And this year, finally, I just decided I've got to get out of my own way. I've got to bring these things into existence that I've always told myself that I will because nobody's going to do it for me. Nobody's going to push me into doing it. I have support and I have people who tell me to do it. My husband, my parents, because they know how much it means to me. But finally, this is the year that I did the things. So we have the meditation platform launching incredibly soon. I want to say within the week by the time this comes out. So get excited. This meditation platform is going to be life-changing. We have all sorts of meditations in there from long meditations to short meditations. That was a big request that I had from people. Short, short, short. Quantum leaping meditations, fertility meditations, channeling Pleiadians, affirmations, also tons of pep talks. I'm calling them pep talks, but they're really like conversations between me and you. They're miniature podcasts. And everybody who's been wanting like bonus podcasts and that kind of stuff, you can find that in the meditation platform. There will also be an interactive community where you can make friends from all over the world. You can ask me questions. There's tons of places to chat. And if you're not on the VIP waitlist yet for the meditation platform, we will put the link in the show notes. And I hope that you will join so that you can be eligible for being the first to find out when it launches, as well as for huge giveaways that we'll be doing, founding members, pricing. It's going to be affordable. Don't worry for everybody. And so much more. That's something that I have been focused on and wanting to do for years, for years. I think five years ago, I told my website designer, this is something that I want to do. I just can't do it right now. And when I finally came to her this year and said, build the website, it's happening. She was like, oh my God, Jordan, I have this in our notes from 2018. It was in a little iPhone note of hers, like meditation membership is coming. So this is the year that I have finally put my money where my mouth is, as they say, and have started to bring these things to life. Not to mention the book that I wrote and just a lot of like, personal things in my real life, in my relationships and my friendships. I feel like I have come so far with letting go of things or people even that no longer served me and letting go of traits of my own personality that were really, really holding me back. Like 2023 was the year that I told myself, I'm going to get out of my own way. And that's what I have done 
And that's what I want for all of us to continue to do. What else? Oh, I wanted to give you guys some Atticus updates. And then we're going to get into the Q&A section. So Atticus is going to be two years old on December 21st. He was born 12-21-21. The best numbers ever. All of my lucky angel numbers fully manifested him being born on that day. And of course, that's when he chose to be born. So it was very special. And he's going to be two years old, which blows my mind. He's talking a lot. I mean, he's been running around for the last year, but he is fast. This little man, he gives me a run for my money. He's so fast. He's so precocious and smart and hilarious. He has such a good sense of humor. Like the other night, we were playing around me and him and Jonathan and my parents. My dad was saying, Atticus, can I have a hug? And Atticus was saying no. And my dad was fake crying. He was like putting his head in his hands and pretending to wipe away his tears and doing this fake cry. And then it became this thing where my mom would be like, then Atticus, will you give me a hug? And Atticus would say no. And my mom would do the fake cry and we all did it. And Atticus thought it was really funny. And then out of nowhere, he says, me, Addy, give me a hug. Of course, we're not saying no to him, but we're playing along with the game. And then he did the fake cry. And it was just like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Because in my opinion, what kind of one and a half year old? I mean, yes, he's almost two, but he's still one. What kind of one-year-old has this level of comedic timing? He kills me. He's so funny. Also, something that I love is I read him these books about astrology and also about the chakras. And so he knows all seven chakras and he also knows everyone in our lives astrology sun sign because we go through the astrology book and as we flip through... We're like, Gemini, that's Isabella, which is my niece. Cancer, that's Nana. Leo, that's Papa. Sagittarius, that's Atticus, all the things. So he knows. So he'll open any astrology book and he'll see the Libra symbol and he'll be like, Mama. (laughs) And I just love it. I highly recommend if you have kids getting astrology books, chakra books, I have links to the ones that I love on my Amazon shop page, which we can put the link in the show notes. And I just think children are such sponges for spiritual information and metaphysical energy and how cool to teach them at such a young age. Just how cool to raise this new generation of children who are so special, who are such light workers, who have come to this earth with such a spiritual mission. And yeah, it's just something that we've been having a lot of fun doing. Okay, so you guys know I am obsessed with all things wellness and anything that helps us feel our best. So today we're going to be talking about joy wellness. Joy is a place where women can come to find answers to own their own health journey, which I'm so, so, so passionate about, and to truly start to feel like themselves again through comprehensive labs and the help of functional medicine clinicians. Joy helps you to understand what's going on underneath 
aka get to the root cause, and it provides solutions to address the root cause. Through peptide and hormone balancing therapies, they help to optimize your well-being. Joy empowers women to live function and feel our best with proactive and personalized healthcare. It's such an easy process. They send a phlebotomist to your house and you get your labs done. And then you do a review of the labs and a virtual consult. And then you have a personalized health plan with recommendations. And then you start to feel noticeable changes. So whether you are focusing on hormone balance, metabolic health, anti-aging and longevity, fatigue, brain fog, low energy, sexual health, weight loss, and more, there is something for just about everyone. If you're looking to take ownership of your health and feel your best, Joy is giving you 20% off your labs. Go to choosejoy.co slash balanced and browse their curated selection of comprehensive labs. That is choosejoy.co slash balanced and get 20% off any labs. Choose Joy and feel like you again. Okay, even though I don't drink alcohol, probably everyone in my life does, and I support that. And we all have busy lives these days, and we cannot afford to waste a day stuck on the couch because of a few drinks out from the night before. Zbiotics pre alcohol is the answer that we've all been looking for. Even when I was still drinking, after a night of drinking, I didn't bounce back the next day like I did when I was 21. So you have to make a choice. Either you can have a great night or a great next day. And that is until Zbiotics came around. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut And it is this byproduct, not dehydration, that is to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics pre-alcohol your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. I have been having my husband use this, my parents, everyone in my life who does enjoy a good beverage. And, you know, I haven't had alcohol in a long time, but everybody tells me that they absolutely love this. So this holiday season, give your friends and family a gift that they will actually want and use with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash balanced to get 15% off your first order when you use balanced at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a hundred percent money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash balanced and use the code balanced at checkout for 15% off. Thank you Zbiotics for sponsoring this episode and our good times. So with that, let's get into the Q&A. Where do I want to begin? Let's see. Okay, this question is from Paige. Any support around mom guilt and going back to work? It's been so hard. Yes, you are not alone. I feel at times so guilty, even though I know 
that I'm doing what's best for our family. I'm doing what's best for Atticus and for me. But it's so hard. I think it's just so natural as a mother to feel like if you're not with your child 24-7, then you're doing something wrong or you're failing them in some way. But I've also found, because I've I've had times where I am with Atticus 24-7, I personally am not the highest version of myself when I do that because I'm with him all the time in those times. I find that I have a shorter temper or I'm on my phone around him a little more because I'm checking email or just getting back to people. And I don't love being in that position. Now, I know a lot of people are home with their kids 24-7 and you guys are superheroes and it's amazing. And there's so many different ways to parent and there's no right or wrong way. But I feel so grateful to have the support that we do have with our nanny, with Jonathan being such an engaged parent, and then also with my parents being so helpful, because I feel like between all of that, and I still get to put so much into my work, that when I'm with Atticus, he has 150% of me. I'm not checking my phone. I'm not disengaged. I'm not like at the wit's end of my temper because... I'm so excited to be with him. It is like my dream come true. It's my happy place. And of course it is for him too. So I think if you're struggling with mom guilt, know that you're not alone. It's so much a part of the whole thing. I think it's just so natural. And I heard something one time that said, if you reach the end of a long day and you say that was such a hard parenting day for whatever reason, or you reach the end of the day and you say, I felt so guilty today because I wasn't around enough. People who feel that way at the end of the day are good parents. People who are not good parents, God forbid, they never feel like, oh, that was such a hard parenting day or I feel so guilty. I think the guilt comes from a place of you just love your child so much and you don't want to fail them in any way. And you just have to remember that by doing what you need to do, whether that be working to provide for your family or working because it's something that you're really passionate about or even moms who don't work, but they still need a little bit of their own time to exercise and take care of themselves. That's just making you a better mother and a better person. So I feel guilty all the time. I think there's no perfect way to do it. When I'm not with him, I feel guilty. I feel even more guilty and stressed when I'm not able to do the other things that I need and want to do in this life. So It's a juggle and a balance. And I think many of us will be trying to figure it out for a long time, but you've got this and you're doing amazing. Alex Rose, so this is like on the same topic, asks, is your nanny full-time or part-time? We have a full-time nanny. And this is something that I am happy to talk about because I work full-time and so does Jonathan. So I don't know how we would ever get by if we didn't have full-time help. And there's a time, probably like a year and a half ago, when I felt like we just needed a part-time nanny. And I had stayed home with Atticus the first six, seven months of his life. I was getting ready to start working more again. I was looking into part-time nannies. And I look back and that was one of the most stressful, horrible times of parenthood so far because I had a full-time job with a part-time nanny. So all the time, 
our part-time nanny was unable to come in for this reason or that reason because she had multiple jobs, which totally makes sense. And I was like telling her and feeling in my heart, this is not a babysitting job. This is not like you come when you feel like it. You don't come when you don't feel like it. I have a full on business to run with employees and the whole thing. And then I realized I had to take a good hard look at reality and tell myself if we didn't have full-time help, Atticus wouldn't get the adequate attention and care that he needs. We love our full-time nanny. She feels like a part of our family at this point. And we've gone through a few nannies and it's been a journey and it's been really hard to find the right fit. But we're really, really happy with our current situation. Atticus has such a stable routine that he loves. When he wakes up, he asks for me and Jonathan. But then when 8.30 rolls around and he just knows, he starts asking for his nanny. And then when it's time for her to go home, he knows as well. And he walks her to the door and he says bye-bye and gives her a hug. Like kids are so... They really, really thrive off of structure and routine. And I feel like the routine that we've developed between our nanny and us and the rest of our family is just really, really healthy for Atticus and really good. So that's what I have to say about that. And I'm happy to share because I do get messages from people saying, how do you do so much? How do you run a business and work out and do all the things that you're able to do? Like spend time with your friends, etc and have a toddler. And so I really want people to know we do have support and you need to have support when you have a child, whether that be a nanny, whether that be help from family. You have to also take care of yourself. And that's where a happy symbiotic family stems from. Okay. Somebody says, I'm sad that it seems hard to grow a platform these days. It's so much effort with little return. And then she says, I dream of having a platform and financially sustaining my family. And I totally hear you, but I'm also going to give you a little bit of tough love right now. I don't think it's too late to build a platform online. I do think that all of us on social media are victims to the algorithm and the algorithm could be so much better. And it is inevitably gotten harder to grow on social media. But just to be the devil's advocate and give you a little bit of like what I feel is the truth, I think that if the content that you share is really valuable and really hitting with the audience that you're seeking to have on a specific platform, and you really, really understand how to use the different platforms wisely, because Instagram is its own world. TikTok is its own world. YouTube is a totally different formula, as well as podcasting, as well as Clubhouse, if that's even still around. Like Everything has its own unique way. And I really do think and feel that if you have something really valuable to share and you've figured out how to do that with really quality content, consistent content, like very low ego, because you're going to have to start from scratch. And it's hard to share something to zero followers or five followers. But if you engage those five people and you make them feel like they mean something to you, They're going to tell their friends about you and word's going to spread and it's not going to happen overnight. And of course, it's so much harder to build a platform now in 2023 than it was in 2013. And 
I'm very grateful for the timing when I started and when a lot of other people that I know started. But I also know people who started in 2021 and they are killing it. They have bigger audiences than I do. And I think that that has to do with understanding the platform that you're using, having something to say, being consistent, and also working hard. Of course, it can be a side hustle. It has to be a side hustle at first. But if you're not putting your all into it, you can't expect it to go anywhere. So I feel like people say that to me all the time. Like, it's so hard to grow a platform. I really wish I could financially sustain my family by being a content creator. I think it's very underestimated how much work it takes to be a content creator. You don't just create content and put it into the world and expect for something to happen. You have to know how to market yourself. You have to know how to leverage that content, how to connect with your community, how to show up on the days that you don't feel like showing up and also how to share things when like the algorithm isn't on your side. Sometimes I have videos that I've spent so much time on my podcast videos, for example, like I spend a lot of money to have the podcast videos look good. I have an editor. We go all out. She uses a ton of B-roll. Like we research what's the best way to share. Sometimes those videos completely flop and Some of the videos that do much better are something that is created in Instagram or in TikTok and really appeals to the social media audience who wants to either be entertained, educated, or inspired. And I try to always come back to that. Am I entertaining? Am I educating? Or am I inspiring? Or am I just sharing something because I like it and because I feel like it? And that's okay as well. But you can't expect for those types of videos to help you grow in the same way that like educating or inspiring or entertaining can do. And yes, there's some level of luck and there's some level of like it factor. But I really don't buy into the hype of like, oh, it's so hard. It's so impossible. It's really not. I think social media has given us such an opportunity to become entrepreneurs or to turn from stay-at-home moms into content creators. There's so many avenues. And I really feel inspired to see people who are starting now. And I would also recommend that you follow some people who've started recently. I met this really cute couple in Cabo. And they are content creators. They have millions of followers. And we were talking in the pool. They're like, oh, we do social media for a living. And I said, oh, wow, so do I. And they were like, how long have you been doing it? And I said, since 2012. And they were like, oh, my God, you've been doing it forever. You must have you know, this and that millions of followers. And I was like, no, I I don't, (laughs) but I'm still able to do it for a living. I, I looked at their TikTok. They have millions of followers. They started in 2021 or even 2022, and they just started to do it full time. So I think that you should also follow some people who figured out how to hack the social media system and they have something to say that's really valuable and that really, really lands with people. So I could go on about that, but I really, yeah, I appreciate the question and I love the topic. (music) 
Okay, let's talk about lab-grown diamonds, something that I love to discuss. We are talking about Lightbox lab-grown diamonds. They're grown in Portland and gifted by you. Chemically and optically identical to natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds have a more accessible price point that means that you can add versatile classics to your collection, like ready-to-party earring jackets and glamorous tennis bracelets. They have risk-free shipping and easy returns, which makes Lightbox the easiest way to shop for stunning quality lab-grown diamond jewelry. All of Lightbox's modern classics shine solo, or they can be layered for high-impact sparkle. Plus, Lightbox also offers lab-grown diamonds grown in pink or blue, but still with the unmistakable sparkle of a diamond. I love this. This is so incredible. I think that you should definitely be checking this out and gifting Laybox this holiday season. I think it's so beautiful that you can grow a diamond and that you can see the sparkle in real life by shopping jewelry's best kept secret in gifting. You can shop now at lightboxjewelry.com and use the promo code BLONDE for 10% off site-wide. That is lightboxjewelry.com and use the promo code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, for 10% off site-wide. Tag me when you try. Can't wait to hear. I am so thrilled to be working with the Air Doctor because I have been such a fan of using an air purifier in our home ever since my life was wreaked havoc on by living in mold. Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors, and we take about 20,000 breaths per day. The indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air air. Can you believe that? And sometimes it's even a hundred times more polluted. Did you know that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally? So the solution is the best air purifier out there, which is Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so that your lungs don't have to. This includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, which I'm super allergic to, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses that make you sick. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code BALANCED and you will receive up to $300 off all air purifiers exclusive to podcast customers. You will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code BALANCED. Enjoy. Okay, Clea Isabella, my sweet friend, says how to incorporate spirituality into a baby's life. Okay, so I love this. It definitely goes back to what I was saying a little earlier, how we read Attica's books about astrology and the chakras, which again, I will link in the show notes. But also, it's just an energy. I feel like raising a spiritual child or raising a child in a household with spirituality is just the energy with which you approach your family. 
in your home. So there's nothing that I put more of an emphasis on than having our home be a place of peace and calm and light and love. If somebody comes into our home with a negative energy attached to them, I will sage the shit out of our home when they leave. I have crystals all over the place. I have EMF blockers. I just think that our home in general, it feels like a cocoon, like a safe space. And I think that that's the first and really the only most important thing. We also meditate with Atticus every night. We listen to this specific meditation song by Jean Ico and I will also put it in the show notes. And Atticus gets so excited. He sits cross-legged with us. He holds our hands. He smiles so big. If he hears the word meditation, he knows that we're about to meditate as a family. And he gets so excited. And then as he gets older, I mean, we're really just going to remind him, like, treat others as you want to be treated. We have these family rules that hang in our house. They're 10 rules and they're the spiritual rules for being human. And we're going to read those to him every day and just like live what you believe, practice what you preach, especially as a mother. I think it's one of the best things that we can do. Okay. Tons of questions from people about anxiety medication, my decision to stay on anxiety medication and why a lot of people have been saying that they too feel called to take an anxiety medication but it's been a hard decision for them. They've wanted to take something natural. And a lot of people also wanted to know for me, did any of the natural supplements help for anxiety? And I think some of the natural supplements have helped. And I'm always a believer in holistic medicine. But if they had worked for me wholeheartedly, then I wouldn't have pursued anxiety medication. I think when I finally pursued anxiety medication was when I opened my eyes to the fact that I was not functioning at my highest and best. I was functioning at a really low place and from a place of sheer survival. And if you want to hear more, I've talked about it in probably every episode this year because it's been such a big part of my life. When I went on anxiety medication, At the end of January, it took probably four months to start working in my body because I'm just really sensitive. And for whatever reason, that's when I finally leveled out. And it was the medication, but it was also the work that I was doing with my therapist. It was the trauma reprocessing, the EMDR therapy, the integration of everything that I was learning, the tools from tapping to meditation and beyond but it was it was the medication. Let's make no mistake. Like the medication balanced out my brain chemistry in a way that was so needed. So needed. Like more needed than I could have ever imagined. And what I realized pretty quickly when the medication started to work was that it wasn't just helping me out of this situation that I've been dealing with this year. It was also balancing me out for the first time in my life. That was the biggest game changer for me because I finally realized I have been struggling with anxiety since I was a child and I didn't know. I never had a name for it. I didn't really have the proper context. 
yes, I knew that I was an anxious person, but I didn't know that I had an anxiety disorder and I'm not big into labels. I feel like we can heal from anything and we don't have to have a diagnosis to be suffering. But to also acknowledge this is like a true imbalance here. This is like a hereditary level of like extreme anxiety that was passed down through the lineage that I feel because I'm a pattern breaker and I'm so sensitive and I'm psychic in this chaotic world. Like all this stuff started to make sense. And the medication gave me a new baseline that completely changed my life. And then to address the question that you're asking, what made me decide to stay on anxiety medication? Because I had talked on this podcast about starting to wean off. I went to Mexico for my birthday. I left the medication at home accidentally. I went through a whole withdrawal process. I planned on then slowly tapering off. And after doing that for about a month, I came to the decision that I wanted to stay on the medication. And it was just such a clarity after 10 months of going back and forth. Like, do I stay on the medication? Because I want to try to have more kids. And that was the whole purpose for trying to get off. Do I try to have this incredibly pure body for the future pregnancy? Do I just deal with the anxiety and lean on all the tools? And I told myself too, maybe I've come so far in therapy and in all the tools that I've learned that I could handle my anxiety now without medication. And so that's something that I wanted to see. I wanted to actually almost do like a test for myself. Like if I do feel really good or I feel okay and the anxiety is manageable, then I will know that the medication helped, but that also my tools helped and I don't need the medication. But the anxiety came on when I was going off the medication, not so much in a way that scared me, but in a way that reminded me of how far I've come and how incredible it has been to feel so much more in control of my energy, my space, my time. I really believe it's so much of why I have been able to accomplish so much this year in terms of like family, but also in terms of all the professional endeavors as well, because the anxiety was put at bay and I was able to live my life with a brain that was more highly functioning. Anxiety is so distracting. And not only was I dealing with anxiety itself, I was dealing with panic attacks. And when I really go into it, I realize I do think it was probably some kind of panic disorder, which again, we don't have to label it, but it certainly was like if I'm being honest with myself. Hello. I kind of just felt the thoughts starting to come back, which are these very obsessive compulsive thoughts, racing thoughts, insomnia, not sleeping as well, heart racing, just kind of like more stressed about everything. And after about a week or two, of feeling that way and knowing too, like that's sometimes the withdrawal from the medication, but also knowing I'm not interested in being perfect. Like this perfect quote unquote pure body that I was envisioning for pregnancy doesn't have to happen. 
because I feel like I am perfect and pure no matter what. I'm so toxin free. I live such a high vibrational and healthy life and I'm not going to make this way harder on myself. So it was really just like a feeling of clarity. And did the natural supplements help at all? I'm sure that they helped. I take Array Calm supplements. I take L-theanine. I take Inositol. There's a lot of things that help to balance the body, balance the hormones, balance the brain. Those things definitely help. They weren't really moving the needle. And a lot of that stuff, if my whole purpose was to like plan for a future pregnancy, a lot of that stuff you can't take when you're pregnant either. So I knew that I would just be like, pregnant in the future without medication and unable to kind of like have any help or coping strategies or whatever. And that's just me. And here's the thing, like, I'm so happy to share this with you guys. I'm such an open book. I hope that this conversation can help or inspire anybody who is trying to make the decision for themselves. But when I share this, I really, really hope that it's clear that I have clarity and I'm not looking for suggestions. And I've come a long way to be able to have that boundary and to say that. But sometimes I get messages from people that are so out of left field that are like, let's not normalize medication. We need to normalize healing without medication. And I'm not going to say that those messages insult me because I know that they are such a projection from that person's inner world. But I will also say I'm definitely a proponent of healing without medication. I think that that goes without saying. I think that that's been the catalyst for my entire career is talking about like holistic healing practices. But we don't have to put so much pressure on ourselves at the same time. Like, Every situation is going to be different for every person. And just because I take anxiety medication doesn't mean that I'm suddenly like running to the doctor to get a pill for everything. I think you have to really give an honest look, take an honest look at your life and go from there. My only goal is to be happy, to be functioning, to be the best mother that I can be, the best wife, the best business owner all of the above. And I feel really good about that decision. And if you're interested in more, I talk more about this in an upcoming episode with Gabby Bernstein, as well as an upcoming episode with Emery Hall. Both of those will be out super soon. Okay, so let's do two more questions. Let's see here. How much do you miss New York? My best friend sent that question in. She lives in New York. I miss it so much already. I had the best time being back in the West Village and the meatpacking district and just Soho all over town. I miss it so much. I love the energy of New York. I love the people. I just love it and I miss it. And I'm hoping to be back within the next couple months. And this time I'm going to bring Jonathan and Atticus, no doubt. Okay. What's going to be the final question here? This is from Caitlin. What is the deal with the aliens lately? So I haven't talked as much about channeling the Pleiadians or anything alien-ish on the podcast lately. Not necessarily on purpose, but just because we've been talking about so many other things this year. But what I will say is in the meditation platform, I've been channeling the Pleiadians 
and doing some Pleiadian light being meditations. And they have a lot to say. I'm kind of feeling that like my channeling, especially on the podcast, is going to come forth again in 2024, early 2024. So let's get excited for that. Oh my gosh. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. This was kind of a spontaneous solo episode. I've been recording meditations all week and I just decided it was time to do a little update with intentions, especially heading into the holidays and into the new year. I definitely want to record an episode with Jonathan before the end of the year as well. So send in any questions that you have for us. I thought that we would just do maybe like a recap of the year, talk about intention setting and celebrate the launch of the meditation platform and just chit chat with you guys as we always do. So comment on Instagram. Tell me what you want to hear from me and Jonathan. We will show up for you guys. And I hope that everybody is having a fabulous week, that you had a beautiful Thanksgiving, that as we head into Christmas and Hanukkah and all the holidays to come, that you just feel cozy and supported and loved and that you're able to slow down a little bit and live a little bit of that slow living life that I mentioned. Take a digital detox, take care of yourself, be present with your family, just soak it all in. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. If you feel inspired to rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify, send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com and I will thank you by sending you my free yoga ebook. You can also still shop TBB merch with the code SAVE20 for 20% off for the holidays. This is a Black Friday sale that's still going for just a couple more days. And with that, I hope you all have an amazing day and whatever you're doing that you feel intentionality and you feel good. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balanced Blonde and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.